Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Spanish Show. I'm Bird. This is Jake. Jake. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy post-Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. It's the Christmas season. I love Christmas. How are you, sir? Doing well, man. Doing well. Got the decorating for Christmas already. Love it. Yeah. Good time. Love it. It's the most wonderful time of the year, as they say. As they say, yeah. yeah. This brings a, a nice a nice smile to my face. Um, it is after week twelve. It's Cyber Monday. Jake, are you gonna be buying any gifts for anybody on Cyber Monday with all these deals? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Gonna get the folks a uh a nice uh, outdoor pizza oven. Mm. Yeah. That's a nice gift. It's a nice gift. So yeah, need the Cyber Monday a uh, little discount on Amazon or whatever. Now, is that a gift for your folks or is that a gift for you? <laughs> gift for the folks. Gift for the folks. But, and, more, you. and also Half for you. me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. will be using that more than anybody? Probably you. Probably, yes. <laughs> and uh, Thanksgiving. Everything, everything was good. Good time. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't complain. Hope yours was too. It, it, it most certainly was. You took a little bit of heat, though, for uh, Thanksgiving being your favorite holiday. A lot of the folks chimed in and said that Christmas is the holiday of choice. So you took you took a little bit of heat. Yeah. Whatever. I, would, I, would, I wonder what King Charles has to say. King Charles, let us know, let us know your thoughts on the Week 13 mailbag, which, by the way, you could, you could be able to hear that on Saturday this week. Submit your questions. And have those in by Thursday. Jake and I will be recording that on Thursday. So, week 12. Man, oh man. Just a, 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 a huge performances and a lot of duds. And we are going to get to all of them. So, let's start on Thanksgiving with the Detroit Lions hosting the Green Bay Packers. Packers winning this one 29-22. to Jared Goff, well, it was his second best passing game of the season, but it was just the Lions it started off slow. Packers look good. Uh, but Jared Goff, I mean, he is what he is. He's a streaming quarterback pretty much every single week. And you could fire him up and he'll get you the floor if he can get you the ceiling. Congratulations. Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, the running back situation that we just all love to talk about every single week. Jameer Gibbs, 15 touches. David Montgomery. 15 touches. Jake, rest of season, which running back are you most comfortable with, Montgomery or Gibbs? Probably Montgomery. The safer floor. Guy scores by accident, it feels like, every single week. I just feel like with Gibbs, it's just no sure thing. Is Especially he, a, is he the half. ceiling play of the two? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in, in full, I, I would feel a lot better firing him up. But in half... You know, it's tough when you don't really score yeah. touchdowns conventionally. You know, it's like yeah. you, you kind of need the big play from him. Whereas with Montgomery, you know, he's getting the ball inside the 10 yard line, score a touchdown. Right. Right. And, and Gibbs relies on that, on that long touchdown unless Montgomery is handing him one yard touchdowns, which uh, did not happen in, uh, in in this one. Montgomery got his touchdown. Uh, a nice day for Montgomery. Gibbs is pretty much is, is was pretty much a flex play at the at the end of the day. Um, I kind of think Montgomery is Montgomery is like your top fifteen guy. Gibbs is probably going to be around that as well, but 
the guy who I'm most comfortable with is probably Montgomery because because of that safer floor and, and relative high enough ceiling. Because like you said, Jake, and you're 100 correct, he just scores every single week. Yeah, no, it's, it's well said right there. Amon St. Brown started off slow, but as he always does, the man just gets eight catches every single week. Nine catches for him, 95 yards. Uh, there's not much to really talk about rest of the season with Amon St. Brown. I do want to talk about next year because never to really talk about next year, is it? Uh, Jake, next year, right? We're There's a conversation that came up over the weekend talking about it and i really had to think about this one who are the receivers that you're taking over amon or st brown next year in redraft Tyreek hill yep uh justin jefferson yep jamar chase mm-hmm. outside of that i mean it's up for debate may- maybe Devontae adams mm. maybe depend i mean hopefully he's not on the raiders next year Depends where yeah, Devontae never out. crossed my mind. The two that well, I the two that I went back and forth on were AJ Brown and CD. CD. Uh I wouldn't take I would take Amon Ross St. Brown over both those guys. Fair. Fair. Um if Devontae Adams goes back with Aaron Rodgers, I, I think we need to consider that one. I think I'd still take St. Brown. I don't I think I would take Adams. I think I would take St. Brown. It's close though. It's close, yeah. He he definitely would be in that conversation, though. He would yeah. be in the conversation of best of the rest after the clear and obvious top three. Yeah. Not totally diverting off of off of the 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 path here because you know we talk about Laporta, but right now, just rapid fire. Give me an answer. Who's your number one pick next year? Oof. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. How about yeah. in half? McCaffrey. Non, McCaffrey. Okay. There's a conversation for Tyreek. It definitely is. I mean, but McCaffrey scores every single game. He does. He does. <laughs> like, he does. But to be to be fair, Tyreek. Yeah, but the running back position, though, you know. Yeah, it, that's it. That's definitely it. I mean, and, and we're having an entire off season to talk all about it, and I can't wait. Uh, Sam Laporta, nice day for him. Scored two-point conversion in the game. Love to see it. It's kind of been a little stinky for, for Laporta recently. Since week five, he's only had one touchdown between week five and week uh, week six and week 11, but got back on the score sheet this week. And hopefully he can continue that because I think fantasy managers are going to need him. The Packers, oh boy. Well, this is going to be a conversation, isn't it? Uh, Jordan Love. He, 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 made the line, he made the Lions look like nothing. The Lions have been getting absolutely killed through the air. Uh, really, since that Charger game uh, in L.A., they, they haven't been able to stop anybody. I mean, Justin Fields and the Bears really had them on the ropes last week, too, and they were killing them through the air. D.J. Moore had a day. Uh, the Lions have issues in the secondary, which, uh, you know, is a bigger conversation to have, but... Dude, that was the best I've ever seen Jordan Love play. I mean, it, it just felt like Matt LaFleur and the offensive coaching staff just turned him loose, and they were like, look, you know, what, what they were three and six. What do we have to lose at this rate? And they opened up the playbook, and, uh, you know, look what happened. So uh, we'll see. Don't think I'm firing him up against Kansas City. That's not exactly a uh, plus matchup, I think, for Jordan Love. I would kind of want to see it again 
uh, for another week. But yeah, he looked awesome. Point blank. 590 yards, five touchdowns in the last two weeks. Granted, those came against the Chargers and the Lions. They do at Kansas City next Sunday night. So he'll be a streaming option for sure. I don't think so. I, I don't think Kansas City's tough, man. Um, home benefits I, I, him. Home does benefit him. But let's keep in mind here, like last week could have been an anomaly. Like The Packers scored 20 points all season in the first quarter. And sure. they scored 21. Sure. Uh, on Thanksgiving. Right. I, I look at it, too, and I say, well, if the, the Chiefs are going to go in there, maybe get right. Who the hell knows? And the Packers are down big. Jordan Love's gonna have to throw. Yeah, true. That helps. That definitely that definitely helps uh helps his numbers out. Uh Aaron Jones, of course, did not play week to week right now. Uh AJ Dillon really got the bulk of the work. 14 carries for him, three catches. Uh AJ Dillon's just kind of he's kind of a lower end starting option, if not higher end flex guy. That's kind of it. Yeah, he's just he's he is what he is. Yeah, kind of need him to is, score. Yeah, he, exactly. He is what he is. Well, can't wait to have this conversation. Uh, Christian Watson with his best game of the year by a mile. Five catches, 94 yards, a touchdown on seven targets. Romeo Dobbs, a stinker for him. Three catches for 37 yards. And Jaden Reed got the first touchdown of Thanksgiving. Four catches, 34 yards, a touchdown on eight targets. Also had two carries for 16 yards in the game uh jake where's the confidence level on christian watson is he back he's back it seems like with him once the clock strikes thanksgiving he starts playing well because he did the same thing last year after uh, on thanksgiving and then after thanksgiving so uh yeah pretty high with watson uh seems to be healthy for the first time all year which is definitely ideal if he's out there on your waiver wire i think he's a must add priority add um, and could help you win your fantasy league this year, in all honesty. I think he's the clear-cut wide receiver one there. Um, Christian, so. Christian Watson in ESPN leagues is rostered in 74.7% of them. Uh, the guy that I actually think could be that guy, I think it's Jaden Reed, rostered in 31.5% of ESPN leagues. That's now three straight games with a touchdown for Jaden Reed. The problem that I that I just have with him and, and Jake, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It, it just seems to be that he doesn't get the volume to be consistent enough. It's very feast or famine. But right now, uh, he's he's feasting, and they are looking to get him involved in a big way. Yeah, he's kind of like the Rishi Rice. I feel like uh, very similar. Where if he's not scoring a touchdown, is he returning your time on starting him? Probably not. Absolutely so that's not. why I would say Watson and Watson has that big playability too, which always helps him. Uh, but I would definitely say uh, Reed over uh, Romeo Dobbs right now, for sure. For, for who I would want to start from the Packers pass catchers. That's great. Pop. That's that's just, that's unbelievable stuff. You knew what I was going to ask you. That is great yeah. stuff. You saved my question. Thank you so much. Jaden Reed over Romeo Dobbs. I think I would have that too. Yeah, me too. Are you dropping a Packers receiver? Could you drop Dobbs? I think Dobbs is droppable. Okay. Okay. Uh, Luke Musgrave was placed on IR, so Tucker Kraft was the main guy here, and he got a touchdown. Two for 15. Touchdown. Two targets. Jake, is Tucker Kraft on the starting radar at all? Not really. I mean, if he didn't score, we probably wouldn't even bring him up. Who cares? But Fantastic. Not, not yet. Fantastic. 
Uh, the Cowboys taking care of business in a big way. Like I know my team, I said it was going to be a blowout. 45 to 10. Dak, I mean, my MVP. Great guy. I love him. Dak looks unbelievable. And if anybody dropped him at all this season, uh, yeah. Idi- idiotic. Idiotic. I picked idiotic. him up. Dude, I'm starting Dak over Herbert consistently now. Yep. Yep, Dak, Dak was my was my QB four coming into the week. Yeah, I mean, just makes me kick myself even more. And then that that's a good example of why just drafting a quarterback doesn't work most of the time, man. Like even if they fall around later, like I, next year, I got to be uh, mindful of that just kind of wait it out and get like a Dak or, or somebody um, later on in the draft. But Dak's been awesome. There, there's no doubt, and he gets another plus plus matchup against the Seattle secondary that's just bleeding points through the air. Yep. So you could fire him up comfortably again on Thursday night. Dak's been been great. Don't, I wouldn't sit him until he gives you a reason to sit him. Rest of season, who would you rather have, Dak or Lamar? I would go with Lamar for the rushing potential. Fair. It's fair enough. I would. I, I don't think outside of that, I mean, you have your top three guys. You have Mahomes. Well, nah, I'm starting. But you're not. You're not sitting that guy, Patrick Mahomes. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that you do. I'm just saying, who would you rather have rest of season, Mahomes or Dak? Mahomes. Okay, still Mahomes. Yeah. All right. So Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, Lamar. And then outside of that, is there yeah. anybody else? Maybe, maybe Kyler. Uh, maybe. I think I'd rather have Dak. I, th- I think I would probably rather have Dak too. I mean, is Tua going to get back on track eventually? Maybe. I think so. They're very comparable. I, for now, for now, it's got to be Dak though. For um, sure. Yeah. So I would just keep playing him until he, uh, you know, Dak does kind of do this, I feel like, though. I feel like he gets in sh- – he's a very streaky quarterback where when he's feeling it, he's feeling it. And then when he's cold, it's kind of like a string of games where it's meh, kind of like he did in the beginning of the year. And this is just one of those waves, I feel like, where you just have to keep playing him. Well, he's been feeling it now for over for the last month plus since week six against the Chargers. 24 points. 27.9, Yeah, no, it's been incredible. That's Patrick Mahomes' numbers. That if Patrick Mahomes were giving you those numbers, it would be like, oh, okay. But because it's Dak, we're having this conversation of, well, it's Dak. Yeah, he's looking for another contract, too. I mean, he's looking for another contract. And hell, get it. And hell, he, he, he has a very good case to be named named the MVP, even though it's going to go to Jalen Hurts and the fraudulent ten and one Eagles. But you didn't hear that from me. Uh, Tony Pollard, another game with a touchdown for for Tony P. That's now two in a row. Was more involved in the passing game. That's now ten catches in the last two weeks. Uh, Jake, are we back on Pollard? Yeah, it's just like some of the matchups I feel like have been very favorable. Um which is obviously no slight against Dallas, but I mean, it's not like you're going to bench Tony Pollard. We never advise anyone to bench Tony Pollard. Um, So I just feel like he just still kind of is what he is. And you just kind of have to hope for the best when you start him, because it's not like you're going to have better options. I would think. The Seattle Seahawks have allowed six touchdowns in the last five weeks to running backs. So they're they're horrible on defense. Seattle is not, I don't know this, uh, Yes, isn't it, Pete Carroll? Are you starting uh, week 13, Pollard or Bijan? 
You're not going to have that decision, though. But I, I guess I would go Pollard. I do. How do you have that decision? Because I have uh, one Nathaniel Tank Dell. Yeah, but how did you get Bijan and Dak? Uh, not Dak, Bijan and Pollard in a draft. I mean, unless like Bijan round just... one, Pollard round two. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I mean, Pollard for me was like consistently <laughs> either a first round pick or like the first or second pick in the second round. Bijan round one and Diggs was taken. Devontae was taken. Yeah, that's... Kelsey was taken. Uh, yeah, but uh, I guess I would go Pollard. It's kind of it's kind of what I'm uh, what I'm thinking. Kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, the receivers for Dallas, CD. CD just being CD at this point. Guy is just he's fantastic. He's great. I love him. Uh, Richard Sherman. I, I, I like them. I like them. Uh, CD's looking great. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Uh, once again, he, he's just, he's he is what we thought Michael Gallup was going to be. He's yep. now just this consistent number two wide receiver. Uh, week six is when everything just kind of clicked for for the Cowboys, that's now four touchdowns since week six for Brandon Cooks. Jake, are you starting Brandon Cooks as a higher-end flex play in 12-team leagues? Yeah. How about in 10? Uh, I don't know. 10, 10's pretty uh pretty deep array of options, and you can kind of avoid the Thursday nighter, even though I think it's a fine yeah. matchup. Um, Something tells me in 10 you could have some pretty good options, so uh, I'll say for 12 for sure. And Jake Ferguson, only one catch for 35 yards on three targets. Jake, any concern about Jake Ferguson moving forward? Yeah, well, he kind of need he's he's kind of in the group where if he doesn't score, it's not going to look good. So Yeah, very, very quietly he's in that group. Yes. He's on a higher end of that group, but he's still in it. Yep. Uh Sam Howell had a had a solid enough day. 300 yards, had the pick. Rushing touchdown definitely helped him. I have no concerns about Sam Howell going forward. It was a tough matchup. We all knew it coming in. Yeah. Team stinks, though. Yeah, the, te- the team the team does stink. Uh, Brian Robinson. Well, this is the downside of Brian Robinson. Here, here it is. Only two catches for him. 15 carries. Did nothing. This is, this is just what Brian Robinson is. This is what we've been telling you all along. Yeah. I, was, I don't think there's anything else to add there. He was he was do one do one of these games, and he gets Miami next week. So is he on uh, on stay away watch? He he could definitely could be. And the fantasy playoffs, Jake. I just want to I just want to alert you to this: the Rams, the Jets, and the 49ers. Not good. Nope. not at all. Where where are you comfortable starting him in that? Maybe against the Jets, who just bled two rushing touchdowns for Amy Mostert. Yeah, not not against the Niners. No, no, hell no. Maybe, hell maybe no. against the Jets. Uh, that's really the only matchup where I would feel comfortable starting him. And even then, he's got to still be a lower end RB two, if that. Yeah. Not Scary good. times. Scary times for uh, Mister Many Men, uh, Brian Robinson Jr. Uh, and for Washington, well, <laughs> it was a Curtis Samuel game. Our good buddy. Curtis Samuel, nine catches for a hundred yards. Well, good to see the, the the commanders finally getting a return on investment with uh, that contract. Uh, Terry McLaurin, a down day. Jahan Dotson, a solid day, I guess, by Jahan Dotson standards, really. Uh, Jake, rest of season, rank the commanders receivers. McLaurin, Dotson, Samuel. I think the way you had it. McLaurin, Dotson, Samuel? Yeah. Are you starting Curtis Samuel next week after his almost career-defining day? 
when he no. goes up against Miami? No. Never? No. And then Logan Thomas, uh, a quiet day a quiet day for him, two catches, 15 yards. I was shocked that Logan Thomas had had that quiet of a of a game, considering the Cowboys have conceded two touchdowns in the last two weeks to tight ends. And I thought Logan Thomas was gonna be potentially a candidate to get into the end zone, and he did not. Uh, the Niners, the Niners and the Seahawks, Niners winning this one 31 to 13. Niners really didn't have to do a whole heck of a lot. Brock Purdy kind of under delivered, but uh, it was because Christian McCaffrey had a monster game, uh, 30 point day for McCaffrey, over 100 yards rushing, two touchdowns there, five catches sprinkled in. What's there to talk about with Christian McCaffrey? He's just great. He's starting, he's starting him every single week. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Uh, Debo scored the first touchdown. He looked great. Brandon Ayuk, he caught a nice long touchdown, kind of saved his day a little bit. And then George Kittle, a, a four-point day. But this is what George Kittle is. And this is, again, what I've been trying to tell people for as long as I can remember. This is just who George Kittle is. Yeah. Very quietly, Debo Samuel's been terrific since coming back from that injury. Debo Samuel, since he's been back, he had four catches for 30 yards, three carries for 29 yards, and a touchdown against Jacksonville. Three for 63, one carry for minus one yard against Tampa Bay. And then week 12, seven for 79, four for 15 and a touchdown versus Seattle. Going to be an unreal matchup next weekend, though, against the 49 yeah. against the Eagles. I would start everybody in that game. I kind of think you have to. I definitely got to think. Yeah. Even, even George Kill, I would be firing him yeah. up. Yeah, I would too. Player studs. Player studs, especially, especially in a matchup like that. And don't think twice. Uh, for the Eagles, oh my God, I'm, I'm just jumping right to the Eagles because I want to talk about that game so bad. Uh, for the for the Seahawks, Gino, a stinker. Jake, are, are you dropping Gino? Yeah. Rest of the season, Gino Smith or Matthew Stafford? I think I go Stafford. Gino or Will Levis? Gino. Gino or Kenny Pickett? Gino. Give you one more here. Gino or Gardner Minshew? Minshew. Gino or Baker? I guess Gino. I would go Josh Dobbs over Gino for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. I I, I wasn't going to ask that. I think that's clear and obvious. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, at, least, I, at least I think so. Um, Zach Charbonnet didn't really get to do a whole heck of a lot. Seattle just got trounced right off the jump. But this was the big worry. This was the monumental worry coming in, was that they were going to get jumped right from the out. And it was just going to be catch up. And that's exactly what happened. And I don't see this getting much better this week versus versus the Cowboys. He's going to be a borderline RB2 for me this week. Yeah, assuming Kenneth Walker misses the game. Uh, but I, th- I, I think he will in a short week. Probably, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't bode well for him. Uh, I uh, think there's a better shot that Walker comes back next week versus the Niners, giving them any bye. Yeah, see, it's just looking bleak for Seattle right now, honestly. It, it, it is. It is. And I think this is this this is what they should have been all along. Yes. Uh DK stinky. Lockett stinky. JSN stinky. I mean it's 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 just the nature of the beast. Yep. Is is there a Seahawks player, Jake, not named Kenneth Walker that you are comfortable starting rest of the season? I I think better days might be it comfortably no, but I think better days are in store for Metcalf. They tried getting him the ball 
Uh, it felt like they they tried. Yeah. Like they made such a uh, huge effort to get him the ball. Eventually, he's he's, he's got thirty targets in the last three weeks. Yeah, it's like the the uh, potential is there, but it's just not really translating into much of anything. He's going to be one of the best buy lows next year. Dynasty yes. redraft. He, he's the price. Oh, I'm like I'm salivating thinking about it. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of JSN hype too <laughs> heading into the year. I do too. Yeah. I do too, and I'll Which be in on that. Well for him. Yeah. I'll be I'll be in on that, but. I would much rather take the uh, take the chance on uh, on Metcalf where where I possibly can. All right, so let's go into Friday, and we could talk about this very quickly, Jake. We don't have to rip a bandaid off uh, too much. Uh, the Dolphins and the Jets. Dolphins winning this one, thirty four to thirteen. Uh, Jake, I'll give I'll give you thirty seconds if you want to get anything out. No, I mean, wouldn't you guys? It's Tim Boyle led offense. Jet season was over after four plays. I don't know what people were expecting, man. Um, you know, go ask the Green Bay Packers how they fared when they lost Aaron Rodgers for the season with Brett Hundley. They won three games. Fair so, point. Um, yeah, it happens. I mean, still, I still think you have to start Garrett Wilson and, and Brees mm-hmm. Hall on a consistent basis. I don't know. I somehow they see they right I, like yeah. somehow, some some way somehow. I mean, Garrett Wilson, Tim Boyle understood the assignment. Get Garrett Wilson the ball. Yeah, I think I think also like. The Jets are down so bad on the mat. Like, you're not getting up off the mat against a team like the Miami Dolphins that can score. You can only do so much on defense. Right. Um, You know, better matchup this week against the Falcons. Uh, I think that should be, uh, you know, I don't think that's going to be a complete shellacking. Um, You know, could be a chance for them to to right the ship this week at home against uh, Arthur. The first place somehow. Arthur Smith led Atlanta Falcons. I mean, good God, that division is just, yeah. It defies all logic, really. Defies all logic. That division is abysmal. The pits. Right, right now, as things stand, a first-round playoff matchup would be the Dallas Cowboys going to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Yeah, good God. Yeah, good God is right. But the Jets schedule the rest of the way. Atlanta, Houston, Miami, Washington, Cleveland, and then New England for any week 18 people. Uh, yeah, not could, bad. Not bad. Could, be, could see Aaron Rodgers come back still. Who the fuck knows with them? Who the hell knows? He could try and come back to prove a point. And if he does and you have Garrett Wilson, oof, ooh, that could be tasty against against Washington that just bleed points. <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm not excited about that Cleveland matchup, though. With, with <laughs> No, no. Miles Garrett. Garrett. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I would, I would not be either. Uh, Miami to a, a a down game through two picks, um, had the touchdown to Tyreek. But other than that, didn't really do much. Didn't have to. Yeah, I think you would have to think Tua is going to get better. At, um, oh, a thousand percent, a thousand yeah. percent. He's going to be, he's going to be a top five play for me this week against Washington. No doubt about oh, it. Oh yeah, 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 easily. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Raheem Mostert. A two touchdown day for him. Uh, Devon Chan was out in this one, so Jeff Wilson picked up the slack. But Jake, if uh, HN is out again versus Washington, are you firing up Raheem Mostert? Probably going to be very comfortably in my top ten. He'll probably be my top. He'll definitely be my top fifteen. He might even crack top twelve. Yeah, he's going to be a uh, yeah. You especially, fire him up. Yeah, especially if there's no HN. If there's no HN, then absolutely yes. Uh, the receivers, Tyreek Hill, 
touchdown for him. Jalen Waddle, 100-yard day for, for Jalen Waddle. And I, I tell you what, I did not see that coming against the New York Jets, but I guess you just need to start Jalen Waddle against the AFC East. 200-yard games have come against the Patriots and the Jets. So I guess he just likes going up against the AFC East. But, Jake, where's the confidence level on Jalen Waddle going into week 13? I mean, against Washington, you have to start him. Yeah. Yeah, even though there is a very high probability that he is going to burn you because that's just what Jalen Waddle has done this year. Just yeah. burns you. All right, let's go into Sunday. Let's start in Atlanta. The first place Falcons beating the New Orleans Saints 24-15. to Bijan, his first two-touchdown game of his career that's lovely now the downside is now this has become a three-man backfield Tyler Algier he got 10 carries in the game and our good buddy mommy got involved at eight carries Jake does this worry you about Bijan at all I'm always worried with Arthur Smith that is a fair point yeah and I can't logic. say much more because I'll get in trouble, but I can't. I, I you could you could see it in my face. I'm yeah. telling you, don't talk about the Atlanta Falcons in a bad way. Don't do that. It's, uh, it's just it's whatever. I mean, like, what's there to say about the Falcons? Ritter sucks. Drake London, where's the ceiling? Like, you know, you're yep. hoping for five for fifty and a touchdown. And Kyle Pitts is the Pitts. Yep. Drake London did, did have a pretty a pretty ha- a half decent game, five for ninety one, and against the Saints, I did not see that coming. So, well, Marshawn Lattimore's on the shelf now too, so that definitely right, that helps. helps. That yeah. definitely helps. The Saints are just dropping like flies, but uh, we'll we'll definitely. Get I, I think Drake London is a sit this week. I don't I don't see him having a good game against the Jets. I really I don't. don't. I, yeah, I don't I don't see him. This game like screams like, it, like twelve to ten like dumpster fire. Right, like complete yeah, garbage. I, I, I don't. I'm just trying to think of where I could have him. Like, I don't see him as a top 24 guy. No, he's probably in like the 27 to 30 range, and that's probably on the super high end. Yeah, and I don't see it this week. No, neither do I. Neither do I. Uh, before we go into any, anything else, uh, Jake, we're here. We are with Kyle with Kyle Pitts again. Uh, is he droppable? Yes, I, I think so. I think so. Like, who would you rather have, Kyle Pitts or Njoku? I think I would start rather having Njoku. I, I, th- I think so. I think so. I'm just, I, let me just have a look and see the tight ends that are under 50% rostered. Because I think that is definitely more of the gauge that we're looking for. Kyle Pitts is rostered in 81% of ESPN leagues. It, so it let's just look. Kyle Pitts or Logan Thomas. I think I would rather have Pitts, but it's close. I, think, I would too. I would too. Uh, Pitts or Taysom Hill? I think I'd rather have Taysom Hill. I, honestly, I would much rather go with Taysom Hill because the ceiling is there. If Taysom Hill does what Taysom Hill just did and puts up an 8.1 and does nothing, that's still better than what you're getting out of Kyle Pitts. Yeah. So, sure. Why not? 
Pitts or Fryermuth? We'll have a conversation about him shortly. Fryermuth. I think so. I think so. Uh, and I'll give you one more here. Pitts or Isaiah Likely? Likely. Oh, my God. It's not even close. Yeah, I think I'd rather Likely as well. I'll give you one more just because we're going to have some fun here. A great start of the week, by the way. Uh, Kyle Pitts or our good buddy, Kate Otten. Great guy. Love him. I think I would rather play Kate Otten. I would. I would. It brings much more of a smile to my face when I see Kate Otten out there. When I see Kyle Pitts out there, it just makes me sad. Yeah. It makes me sad, and it brings me all sorts of absolute misery, to be quite fair. Uh, okay, for the New Orleans Saints, good God. We gotta, we have to go here with this godforsaken team. Uh, Derek Carr, 300-yard game, did not record a touchdown at all. Uh, Alvin Kamara, let's have this conversation about, about Kamara now, because we just have to have it. Um, 69 yards rushing for him and 15 carries, four catches. Jake, the receivers all went down. Rashid Shahid went out. Chris Olave went out. Best receiver that they that they really had in the field was Lynn Bowden, Keith Kirkwood, A.T. Perry. Yet Alvin Kamara still was sitting on four catches. I I I thought for sure that Kamara was gonna was gonna get more the second I saw Olave without without the concussion. You would think nope. so, but didn't happen. Didn't happen. Where, where are we at with Kamara? Boomer bust. Yep, I think so. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, if Olave's out though with the concussion this week, I, I think. I think you have to. I think you have, yeah, to, start have to start him. Uh, but I mean, Derek Carr stinks. Yeah. When 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 are we just gonna realize it? Realize it. Oh, uh, we we've been there. We've been there. It's like Derek Carr stinks. Yep. He stinks. He stinks. Uh, rest of the season, Kamara, David Montgomery, guy we talked about before. Monty. Uh, I think Monty. I think so. And, uh, well, benefit of hindsight. Uh, I traded Alvin Kamara and Cooper Cup for a third-round pick in my, one of my keeper leagues. I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving life. Sorry. Sorry. Kamara Cup for a third-round pick and Dalton Kincaid that I can keep for a 13th rounder. Yeah, I would say you did well there. I'm loving life. Loving life. Nice, ripe smile on my face. Uh, Chris Olave, he was he was cooking without without Michael Thomas. He was getting the love, and then he went out with the concussion. Hopefully, he'll be okay, um, and could be back this week against the Detroit Lions. Who you know, as we just saw, they get cooked. Yeah, it's gonna be a big Olave week. If he if he if he could play, if he could play, oh yeah. My God, oh my God, yes, please, please, merciful Lord, get our man Chris Olave out there. The Steelers and the Bengals. Steelers winning this one 16 to 10. Uh Kenny Pickett was, I guess, fine. Better than he's been. The Steelers put up 400 yards of total offense. That's a miracle. That hasn't happened in a long time. 58 yeah. games. Yeah, I don't think I'm jumping out though to uh go out of my way to start anyone still. Uh no. No. The running backs, Jalen Warren, 16 touches, 62 yards of total offense. Najee Harris, 99 yards rushing and a touchdown. Jake, who's the, who's the Steelers running back you want to have rest of the season? It's so incredibly annoying to have both. Yes, it, it really is. is. I, I I still think it's Warren, but who the hell knows? Honestly, I think it's just a week-to-week thing. It just depends on who is going to have the bigger game and who's the hot hand at the time. 
And Jalen Warren did fumble the football, which didn't help his cause to get more work in the game. So it's annoying. Like, chances are, if, you, if you're if you playing one of these guys consistently, you're probably not going anywhere this year. Just a hunch. Not I agree. Nobody of the Steelers is, win- is winning you a championship. But could Pat Fryermuth be that guy? Maybe. I uh, would like to see it again. I just think there's no way he's going to get nine catches no, for me a neither. buck 20. Yeah, like that's the right. Like, what are I, the that's odds just of that? The, that's not the hunch that I have. And and I just urge caution with everybody. Do not drop a significant amount of fab to go get Pat Fryermuth. No. I, I, I'm begging. No, I agree. I, uh, yeah. Now, if if you still are at a void without Mark Andrews, then I, I I understand the rationality behind it, but I still wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either. Uh, Jake, let's do let's do this exercise. Uh, rank the Steelers' skill position players rest of season in fall: Fryermuth, Johnson, Pickens, Warren, Najee. I would go Johnson, Warren. <laughs> Ryermuth, Pickens. Oh, no, dude, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here. Warren, Najee, Fryermuth, Pickens. Pickens has been so bad. Pickens is droppable. We said this, like, what, a week or two ago? Yeah, he's droppable. It's it's hard. He's been horrible. No, he's been absolutely terrible and doesn't help that. Uh, and he, he's talented. He, he's really talented. Uh, yeah, it's he, just this, yeah, it's a situation. Is he one of the best bylaws in Dynasty right now? Yeah, he is. I think he's a fantastic bylaw. I'm, I'm going to be looking to get him. End of end of season, you know, when when the dynasty season, you know, starts up again. At least mine will start up in March. Um, I will be, I'll be knocking on doors to get uh, George Pickens onto uh, onto a roster. Pickens and T Higgins, those are like the two that I'm gonna be going buck wild to to, to try and get. Uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, well, it was a Jake Browning show, and he looked, I guess competent which is he stinks he stinks but he looked competent they, they, enough they, they dropped two really bad interceptions in this game too and just yeah. so happened that the interceptions they dropped i watched every second of this game the interceptions that they dropped just so happened to fall into the hands of jamar chase for about 30 or 40 yards yep yep that's that's really what made jamar chase's day and even then uh, we said it we said it last week jamar chase is basically garrett wilson yeah that's it's basically that, what he that, is. That kid, that, that kid can't play. I'm telling you, he he can't play. Uh, Browning, Browning, yeah. Just no, to clarify, I, just to clarify. Yeah, obviously not Jamar Chase. That kid, that kid is not good. No, no, he's not. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at on Joe Mixon? Eh, I feel like he still is what he is. You know, like yeah. I don't think I don't think much has changed. To be it, quite honest, much has not changed. Uh, just you know, just won't be scoring as many touchdowns anymore, which obviously hurts. But look. He's getting the work. Yep. I think he'll be getting more. I think the pass catching opportunities will actually go up for Joe Mixon. I think so, especially, really especially down in the games. Field. Especially in games where it might be a little a little bit closer. Uh rest of the season schedule for the Bengals. Uh they go to Jacksonville next week. Then they host Indianapolis, host Minnesota. They go to Pittsburgh. They go to Kansas City. They're at home versus Cleveland. That's not good. No, it's not. Could be garbage time though. It could be. Rare. Yeah, def- definitely could be. But yeah, uh, we got a big uh a big problem with Yeah, they're done. Jake Browning. They are uh yeah, I th- I think they're done. I think they're done. Uh nice 
nice knowing you Cincinnati. Just tank and uh, see what you can get to protect Joe Burrow offensive yeah. lineman. Please. We'll see you next year. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> yep, exactly. We'll see you next year. Uh, the Jaguars and the Texans. Jaguars winning this game 24-21. to This is an unbelievable game. This game was fantastic. Uh, congratulations, both teams. Both teams looked uh, look great. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's kind of coming around again. This is now his second straight week. Granted, both were against his AFC South counterparts, the Titans and the Texans. Gets the reeling Bengals next week. Jake, are we back in on Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Yeah, we think we're dipping our toes back into there. Um, another guy that's a little streaky. He was kind of like this last year, too, I felt like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think you can fire him up comfortably. You get a piece of uh, Monday night as well. I don't think the matchup is uh, daunting. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens on Monday. Outside of a three-game stretch where he had six touchdowns, Travis Etienne has one touchdown on the year. Jake, where are we at with Travis Etienne? Oh, uh, he got stuffed, too, on the one-yard line multiple times. Yes, he did. Tough to watch. I mean, look, you're still st- <laughs> for, for me, he's still a top-ten play. Uh, I don't. Yeah, that's that's it. I think he gets into the end zone versus Cincinnati. Personally, I do too. Yeah, get right game. It feels like for him, for sure. Uh, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Ridley one more catch than Kirk. Both had eighty nine yards. Ridley also got the touchdown. Uh, we still favoring Kirk over Ridley. Yes, we still are. Yep, agree. It was a one yard touchdown too. So like, okay, great. Yep. Exactly, and he got a two. Po- he got a two point conversion to uh, to boot. Whoop de do. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and then Evan Ingram, just stinky. He's getting yeah. the red zone looks too. They want to get him that touchdown, but it just hasn't happened yet. Maybe one day. Maybe one day we can all at least be uh, be helpful. Okay, for the Texans, I can't wait to talk about this one. I'm very excited. Uh, C.J. Stroud. Yeah, the guy's unbelievable. He's, yeah, he's unreal. He's just ugh. rest of the season, Shroud or Dak. No, it's close. It's really close. And for all the right say, reasons. I I would probably lean towards Stroud. Because I think that team is gonna have to throw the football a little bit more. Okay. I but lean it's, Dak. It's razor thin. Yeah, I mean I lean Dak, but it's so close. Yeah, it's close. I love both. I love both, and, and no matter which way you want to look, that's fine by me. Uh, Devin Singletary, Damian Pierce. Uh, Devin Singletary out-touched Damian Pierce on a two-to-one basis, 12-6. to six. He's Singletary the lead guy. Singletary's the lead guy, but uh, it feels like a mess. It feels like a mess, and I just really do not want to be uh, to be involved in this. Um, the receivers, Nico Collins, Tank Dell, Nico, hundred yard game for him and a touchdown tank Dell, 50 yards, five catches, touchdown for him. Uh, Jake, who's the receiver you'd rather have for us the season here? Collins or Dell? Tank Dell. I think it's Tank Dell. He's way more exciting. What, what a shout in the beginning of the year. Uh, uh, Unbelievable shout. What a shout. One of those rare moments where preseason football actually translated into the into the regular season. For sure. For sure. And the only thing that I got to say to you, Tanky. Great guy. I love him. Yeah. I really do. I really do. I, I have him in four leagues. And it's just. What a shout. He's Is he a wide receiver one rest of the season? A low end. Yeah. 
rest of the season, Tank Dell or oh God, I can't believe I have, I have this conversation. Tank Dell or Jamar Chase? Dell. It, it's it's insane. It's, it's insane. Dell. It's Dell. Dell or Justin Jefferson? Okay, let's let's relax now. When Jefferson plays, it's Justin Jefferson. Okay, just make it sure. Just make it yeah, sure. Yeah, good God. Dell or Olave? I would still go Olave. You're going to get the result at the end with Olave. Yeah, I think so. As long as Michael Thomas stays far away. Uh, Which I, tank- I don't think we have an issue with. No, exactly. Tank Dell or Devonta Smith? Smith. I still think it's Smith. Yeah. Close. Closer. Yeah. Uh, Dell... Dell or Devontae Adams? Adams has been good lately. I think I think we I think we leave Devontae Adams alone. Okay. Dell or Diggs? Diggs, come on. Okay. All right. Just make it sure. Yeah. Just make it sure. Just make it sure. I'm trying to think of, of one of one more here. Dell or anybody in Jacksonville? Ridley or Kirk? Dell. Think so. It's Dell. Uh, Robert Woods also saw his play time drop a significant amount, only played 55% of the snaps. So good news for Tank Dell, Nico Collins. They're getting, they're getting more time. Uh, also, we saw Xavier Hutchinson uh, catch a 34-yard grab as well in this one. All right, so let's go to the Colts and the Bucks. The Colts winning this one 27-20. to well, Jonathan Taylor scored twice. Michael Pittman had a hundred yard day. It's just the Colts. This is this. These are the two guys that are relevant to you in your life, and both of them had extraordinary days. Is there anything else you want me to add, Jake? No, and I think Gardner Minshew <laughs> was a fine streaming option too. Uh, I think it's a fine streaming option. Yeah, sure. Yeah, borderline top fifteen guy most weeks. Yeah, for sure. A- anything else you want? Add, you want to add for the for the Colts? I mean, no. I think I think they just you know they had their typical plus game. They had they had their two guys and and that's it. Uh, for the Bucks, Baker Baker Mayfield, uh, almost was dinged up. The NFL, hey, we didn't lose a quarterback this week. Hallelujah, Void yeah, right. six in a row. Good job for the NFL. Um, Kate Otten was more utilized than well. Kate Otten put up better results than Chris Godwin. I think Kate Otten just a better football player than Chris Godwin to be quite fair. Yeah, and no matter what, Mike Evans will get his. Death taxes Mike Evans scoring a touchdown. It's it, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. He he is pound for pound, Jake. The best value that we've had in fantasy this year by a long shot. And we were saying it too. Remember, <laughs> I was saying God uh, Evans over Godwin. I don't know how this is happening. Yep. And yep. here we are. And here we are. It's unbelievable what's happened here. Evans, he's playing for his cash. He's going to get it. Oh, in a big way. In a big way, he's going to get it. Uh, Rashad White, he had a 100-yard day. Did not have the the PPR upside, which we are very accustomed to seeing with Rashad White. Only two catches for him. Uh, but still, a, a solid day. I mean, a 100-yard rushing game for Rashad White. I think both people would see would see that, and they'd be like, oh, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, Rashad White's good. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Where are we at with Chris Godwin, though, Jake? Are we thinking about not starting him, dropping yeah, him? Yeah, he's not dropping him, but uh, yeah, I don't think you can comfortably start him uh, on a week-to-week basis anymore. 
No, I, I mean, I can't trust him personally. You can't trust him. You can't trust him. He's got to be, he's, he, he's in the wide receiver three conversation. Yep. Rest of the season, Godwin or Drake London? I think London. Godwin or Rasheed Rice? Godwin. Godwin or Tyler Lockett? I think that's a really good comparison. I think Lockett. I think Lockett too. Yeah. Godwin or Cortland Sutton rest of the season? I mean, how can you not be? How can you not be Sutton? It has to be Sutton. Broncos probably the hottest team in football right now next to the Eagles. Yeah. Let's see them uh, <laughs> play against some some opponents. Uh, sure. This is this is a good test this week. Sure. They're churning out results, though. That, and that, you can't ignore yeah. that. Can't yeah. Ignore that. Let, I want to see it, though. Uh, Fair. Fair. And I'm right there with you. All right. We can make this game very quick because who the hell wants to talk about, the, talk about this? Well, we can talk about the passing Paisan. My guy. Absolutely love him. Uh, Tommy DeVito. Uh, that's the New York Giants taking on the New England Patriots. They win this game 10 to 7, a real barn burner. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, we want to have this conversation. Jake, where are we at with Jalen Hyatt? Maybe not necessarily in redraft, but in dynasty. Where are we at with uh, with with Mr. Hyatt? I guess he's a fine buy low. I mean, it just depends who the quarterback is, man. Like, yeah. Probably looks like Daniel Jones again. I mean, the Giants just completely tanked whatever chance of a future they had, in my opinion. Idiots. Uh, winning some meaningless games, but... Idiots. Yeah, it is what he is. Not a guy that I really care a lot about as of right now, to be honest with you. And where are we at with Saquon Barkley? Down game for him. Hasn't had a 100-yard rushing day since week eight. Basically, has been around 12 to 16 carries. Yeah, he's not going to have the big game unless he scores, so... Yep. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he, he's had over 18 points twice since week six. That was in week seven and in week 11. Outside of that, nothing. He's got the bye this week. Then it's Green Bay, New Orleans, Philadelphia, the Rams, then Philadelphia once again. Not good. No, no, not not good at all uh, for the Patriots. Well, <clears throat> Ramondre Stevenson, a really nice day for him. Got his touchdown. Jake, are we back on Ramondre Stevenson? Uh, yeah. Um, also was my start of the week. Not a bad shout. Not a bad shout at all. Very, very, very good shout. That's now three straight games for Ramondre Stevenson where he's looked half decent. Two of the last three where he scored a touchdown and he gets a great matchup, at least for him, in week 13 against the Los Angeles Chargers. Unreal matchup. Plug him in and start him. Pretty pleased. And thank you. And, um, yeah, up the passing pies on. Great guy. Uh, the Titans and the Carolina Panthers. Titans winning this one 17 to 10. Well, it wasn't the greatest start of the week call from Will Levis, but he looked more comfortable, I think, back there. And this is not even a fantasy thing. This is just a uh, football thing. He looked much more comfortable back there against the, Car- the Carolina Panthers. Then again, I think you or I could look comfortable in a very clean pocket, which pretty much he had all game. But uh, confidence back up, at least from a, from a pure football perspective. For Will Levis, uh, Derrick Henry, two touchdowns, bounce back game was coming. He got it on unreal stuff from Derrick Henry. Love the guy up Derrick Henry. Yeah, no, comfortable. You you play him comfortably. Long live the king, King Charles and Derrick Henry. Uh, nothing else for the Titans really. DeAndre Hopkins, a, stink, a stinky ish game, but it was, it was it was a tough matchup for him. Very quietly, 
very yeah. quietly. It was it was I think a, better a, better days are coming for sure. For sure, I'm I'm not panicking on Hopkins yet. I mean, this is kind of what he was going to be when they made this made the switch to to Levis. I mean, we all got spoiled with the three touchdown game in week eight, and then since then has one touchdown um, in his last four. But solid enough matchup next week against the Colts, Miami, Houston, Seattle, Houston. So plenty of opportunities for both Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins to put up sizable numbers um, over the next couple of weeks. I think the the opportunity to play both Henry and Hopkins outside of Miami, I I, I think you're pretty much starting both the, both of these guys. At least, uh, Derrick Henry for sure, and then Hopkins as probably like a flex play. Yep. Uh oh god, and then Carolina. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, well, Adam Thielen, one catch for two yards on three targets. That was uh weird, uncharacteristic. Very, very, but this team just stinks. Stinks. They stink. They stink. They absolutely stink. Adam Thielen has not scored a touchdown since week six has done a 100-yard game since week six and has over six catches twice since week number six. He's just been bad. He's been bad. Bryce Young has looked bad. The whole team has looked bad. Simple. Yeah, it feels like better days, though, are in store for Adam Thielen. I wouldn't panic necessarily. I sure should hope so. Yeah. I sure should hope so. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, though, he had a nice game, scored a touchdown, 20 points for him. Uh, Miles Sanders... 15 carries in the game for 28 yards to the tune of 1.9 yards per carry. Sucks. He is dreadful. They give him the ball still. <laughs> yep. I don't understand it. I don't get it either. I don't understand it. And I think there needs to be huge questions asked of Frank Reich. Honestly. Yeah. Now he stinks. How he has a job is, is, is unbelievable to me. Yeah. I don't think that's lasting for too long. No, I don't either. Uh, honestly, I don't either. I think his days of being an NFL head coach are D-O-N-E. Done. Done. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, rest of the season. Are, you, are we riding him? It's just so tough, bro, like with this offense, you know? Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it. I absolutely hate it, but I don't think we have much of a choice. Yeah. Especially in 12. In 10, you might. 12, I don't, I don't think many people will have a choice. Yeah, we'll see. But and he's got to roll with punches. Stinky. All right, let's go to Los Angeles. Well, let's go to the desert, I guess, um, with the Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Rams winning this one 37 to 14, a huge bounce back game for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, welcome back, Kyron Williams. Start of the week for me and the player two of the week, only behind one Joshua Allen. Great guy. Love you, Josh. Uh, but, Ky- but Kyron, wow. Uh, a monster, monster day on the ground, 143 yards rushing, two touchdowns on six catches. Jake, is Kyron Williams, are we talking about him potentially as a top five option rest of the season? Potentially, yeah. I think we, I'm just trying to think of guys that could be better than, than Kyron what rest of the season. And I mean, I'm I'm thinking of just right off the top of my head, I'm thinking McCaffrey, 
I'm thinking Jonathan Taylor, maybe. Taylor, yeah. Maybe maybe Josh Jacobs. Derrick Henry. I think I'd rather have Kyron. Maybe, yeah. Pollard. Bijan. Kenneth Walker when he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, comparable. I still think I'd rather yeah. have Kyron. I don't know. Yeah. It's Honestly, it was also, the, only, the only the matchup was pretty soft. Yeah, it was. It was. But I I want to see him do it again. But based off of what I saw, based off of matchup versus the Arizona Cardinals, the only name I think is comfortably yet you could say you'd rather have over Kyron and that's the Christian McCaffrey. And that's it. Maybe. Yeah. It was that like, type of week. I want to see I want to see him do it again. And I think, you know, you and I most certainly agree. He gets Cleveland next week. He does it against Cleveland. We are having a huge conversation about Kyron Williams next week. Well, next two are Cleveland and the and the uh, Ravens. So kind of like he, it's it's time it's test time. Yes, it is. He gets through both of those, and wow, we're we're gonna have a conversation about uh, Kyron potentially being a uh, a league winner and maybe the best waiver pickup of the year. Not even the one oh, from, yeah. from his team because I think I, I think he's been a better pickup than Puka. Honestly, yeah, for sure. Uh, Matthew Stafford, four touchdowns, 23 points. Good day for Matthew Stafford. Tyler Higby, two touchdowns for him. Jake, are we trusting Tyler Higby moving forward? No. Beautiful. Uh, Tutu Atwell, three for 76. Puka Nakua, four for 27. Cooper Cup, three for 18 on five targets. Was banged up once again. Um, Jake Cooper Cup has been absolutely terrible since week six. Where are we at with Cup? Just don't think he's healthy. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. No, I don't think he's healthy. And it does not get much easier next week versus, like you said, the Browns, the Ravens. But the playoff schedule, nice. Washington, New Orleans, and the Giants. Very nice for the Rams receivers. Uh, Jake, are we still talking about Cooper Cup as a top 12 receiver rest of the season? No. Top 15? No, I think more like top 20 if that. Yeah, I I think so too. And another another great call, I believe I said it. And I you definitely said it. And I think I said it as well at one point. Uh, Cooper Cup, get out, get out early in Dynasty. Yeah, just be be a year early. Rather be a year early than a year late. And anybody sure. who anybody who got out before the end of the season, good on you. Yeah, for sure. Good on you. Where are we at with, with Puka Nakua redraft in Dynasty? Eh, just like where's the ceiling when Cooper Cup plays? You know, it's like it's, it's, not, it's not the same. Yeah, non-existent. Absolutely non-existent. Sucks. Sucks. But uh, then for the Cardinals, Kyler, nice day for him. Got the rushing touchdown. Always nice when he's able to uh, to get that rushing touchdown. Uh, definitely helped his day uh, big time. Two fifty-six and one. Uh, Clayton Toon got the two-point conversion. Whoopee. That's awesome. Uh, the running backs, James Conner, six carries. Michael Carter got four. Mari DiMercato got three. Jake, where are we at with James Conner? I think this point, at this point, it's not him working his way back anymore. This is now three duds in a row. Yeah. Tough to trust. Very tough. Very, very, very tough to trust. Uh, Hollywood, he was great. Six for 88 on 12 targets. 
And then Trey McBride, another nice day for him. Trey McBride, rest of season, is he a top seven tight end? I think he is. Um, when does is Zach Ertz coming back at all this year? Or uh, Zach Ertz, let's just check on where he is at. Uh, right now, he is on injured reserve, and there are no plans to activate him. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Rest of the season, McBride or Evan Ingram? I think McBride. McBride or Ferguson? McBride. When he's healthy, McBride or Goddard? Goddard. McBride or Kincaid? Kincaid. Okay. So, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty much like seventh. Seventh, if not sixth, rest of the season. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Not shabby. All right. The Broncos and the Browns. Denver winning its fifth in a row. 29 to 12. Russell Wilson, a rushing touchdown for Russell Wilson. 11 carries for Russell Wilson. Jake, are we back on Russell? No. No. We're not. Give me a reason why. It's like it's it's eventually not going to work out, my opinion. Like, sure. look, sure. No, like it's just like why would you? I would feel like a complete idiot starting Russell Wilson and having him suck. His schedule rest of the way. Let's see if this changes your mind. Houston, the Chargers, Detroit, New England, the Chargers, Las Vegas. It's a fair schedule. I would definitely have to think about it. Yeah, I always I have better options anyway. So, if I, you rest, know. rest of the season, Russell Wilson or Geno? Russ. Russ? Okay. Uh, the running backs. Well, Samaji Piran got the touchdown instead of Javante Williams. That's annoying. Uh, but Javante, 21 touches. Just, he just hasn't scored. That's really been it. Yeah, we're missing the touchdowns. We're missing the touchdowns because you can get the touchdowns with the amount of work that he's getting. He would be great. And it just hasn't happened. Uh, the receivers, all stinky. Cortland Sutton, stinky. Marvin Mims, stinky. Jerry Judy, stinky. Uh, and then Adam Troutman. He caught a touchdown. Whoopee. Awesome. Yeah, great. Who cares? Whoopee. Uh, for the Browns, they lost DTR. So PJ Walker uh, came back into the game. He stinked. Uh, Jerome Ford didn't really do anything. But I mean, what do you expect now that the Browns are just kind of, you know, out of it? But the big news for the for the Browns was, of course, that Amari Cooper uh, left this game with a ribs injury, uh, negative on the x-rays. But that meant Cedric Tillman got a bit of a run here, four for 55 for Tillman. Elijah Moore was first on the team with nine targets, tying uh, David Njoku uh, for nine targets. Jake, where are we at with Cedric Tillman? Is he a guy you're picking up in 12 or 14 team leagues? If Amari Cooper cannot go. Yes, speculative ad. Speculative. Yeah. Speculative ad, you're not starting him, though. And is this a, is this a boost for Elijah Moore and David Njoku if Amari Cooper can't go? Yes, obviously, by default. Are you starting Elijah Moore? No. Give me, give me something. Uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders, Chiefs winning this one. Uh, by a score of 31 to 17. Patrick Mahomes had exactly 11 passing yards going into the second quarter. 
Man loves to give me a heart attack. I hate that guy. Give me Josh Allen back, please. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 298-2. and two. Uh, they're, they're just coast. That 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 is what the Kansas City Chiefs are. They just coast. Um, I hate it. I, I, I really hate it. Every every elite quarterback I touch turns to shit, except for Jalen Hurts. Great guy. I love him. And, and Josh, uh, unreal guy too. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, two touchdowns. Jake, where are we at with Isaiah Pacheco? Is he a top 10 player the rest of the season? Absolutely. And the receivers for the Chiefs, Rasheed Rice, a 100-yard day for him and a touchdown. Is he a must-start now, Jake, Rasheed Rice? Mm, yeah, until you see otherwise. Is he a top? Is he a top twenty-four guy? Mm, more like top thirty. I think he's like twenty-eight to thirty-two-ish. That's the perfect range. I think that's where I would have him. Yeah, some somewhere in there. Uh, I want to see him do it again. It's a great opportunity next Sunday night versus the versus the Packers for sure. And then Travis Kelsey, six for ninety-one, no touchdowns, but a, a bounce-back week. Uh, for Travis Kelsey, just has not been really all that great this year, to be quite fair and honest. Yeah. Uh, is there is there a tight end you'd rather have rest of the season than Travis Kelsey? I think I'd rather have TJ Hawkinson. I was going to say, I think I'm kind of at that I'd rather have Hawkinson. Yeah, I think so too. And if, if Kirk Cousins re-signs with the Minnesota Vikings, is it crazy to, to say that TJ that Hawkinson is the tight end one next year? No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. And we're going to have we're going to have that conversation all offseason. Um, and I hope Kirk Cousins stays in Minnesota personally like a, on like a one or a two year deal. They draft the quarterback, let him develop and you just stick with Kirk. Honestly, I think he's going to go play for the Niners. Uh, I really hope not because. Fuck the Niners. Fuck them. Uh, and then for the Raiders. Uh, well, it was it was close for a little while. Aiden O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell, he's he's improved. He yeah, he's improved. He's improved. He's gotten better. He's not the franchise guy that we're going to be talking about next year for the Raiders, but he's improved, no doubt yeah. about it. He'll, he'll have a long career as a backup, I think. No doubt, no doubt. I think he is making a case to be a high priority backup in the same way that. Uh, Mac Jones will be, Zach Wilson will be, but the problem no, is... No, Zach that, Wilson is not a high, high priority backup. Whoa, I whoa, think whoa. A, t- a team will pay, will pay him a two-year yeah, deal as a backup. He'll be out of the league in two years. He might be. He might be. Uh, Josh Jacobs, nice. 20 carries, 110 yards, and a touchdown. Josh Jacobs is great. Let's keep, keep on firing him up. Uh, Jacoby Myers, nice bounce back week for him. He scored a touchdown. Devontae Adams... Uh, was targeted heavily, flexed output from uh, Devontae Adams, not all that bad. And then Michael Mayer uh, did Ugats for all of my Italian friends and colleagues out there. Uh, the Eagles and the Bills. Oh, what a game this was. The Eagles winning this one, 37-34 in overtime. Jalen Hurts, five total touchdowns, one pick, 34.5 points. Bringing me back from the dead in the guillotine, Jalen Hurts. I love you so much. Uh, Jake, is Jalen Hurts the QB1 rest of the season? Yes. I think so. Who's the QB2, Allen or Mahomes? Allen. I think it's Allen. 
definitely think it's at home. Uh, DeAndre Swift was quiet for a while, and then they decided in the third quarter to give DeAndre Swift a run, and he had about two drives that were just all DeAndre Swift. Uh, flex day for for DeAndre Swift. Rest of the season, Jake. DeAndre Swift or Joe Mixon? Swift. I think it's Swift for me. I think it's Swift for me as well. Uh, the receivers for the Eagles, Devonta Smith, 100-yard day and a touchdown. A.J. Brown, 35 catches, 37 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Olamide Zacchaeus with a touchdown. I don't think anybody's paying attention. But, Jake, our good buddy, Julio Jones, he got a catch. <laughs> it's incredible. He was on a wide receiver screen. Yeah, okay, good. Thanks, Julio Jones. Yep, Whoop, whoop-de-doo-dah. Uh, Jake, we all know what A.J. Brown is. He's a top five guy rest of the season. Devonta Smith, he has these games where he just looks really, really good, and we all sitting here and saying, oh, wow, maybe Devonta Smith could be something the rest of the season. But if we look since week seven, seven for 99 in a touchdown versus Washington, three for 51 in a touchdown versus Dallas, six for 99, no touchdowns against Kansas City, seven for a buck six in a touchdown versus the Bills. He's been great the last month. Yeah, he has. Up. Yeah, but ride the hot hand which has Fire been one Devonta Smith for the bills. Well, they did uh, Josh, Josh Allen just did everything he possibly could to win this game. It just wasn't enough. Josh Allen, two rushing touchdowns, nine carries, four touchdowns, total 39 points for him. He's just a fantasy machine. Uh, James Cook. I love what Joe Brady is doing in terms of getting the running game more involved. Uh, Jake, I think James Cook. Now we're talking, he's a steady RB two most weeks. A little too late for Buffalo. A little too late. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this is the loss that definitely breaks their backs. It's like they play Kansas City and Dallas. I don't see them beating either. Yeah. It, 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 they find a way probably to, to beat Dallas because that's the kind of game that Dallas just finds a way to lose. But, yeah, on paper, they shouldn't be winning either one of those games, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's it's all it's all going to fall apart very, too very late. quickly. Yeah. Uh, but James Cook, are you starting with an RB2 most weeks? Yeah, he looks a lot better. Gabe Davis, six for a buck five and a touchdown. Stefan Diggs, nice bounce back week for him. Six for 74 and a touchdown as well. They were throwing the ball all over the park. And Gabe um, Davis could have had two touchdowns, but he could have. He could have, and they could have won the game. Yep. They could have won the game. Um, it, it that's It's a game of inches. It's a game of inches. Cowboys, that, right? could have, Cowboys could have beat the Eagles. They lost the Eagles by a foot and a half. The Bills lost to the Eagles because Gabe Davis turned the wrong way. It's is a game of inches, uh, plain and simple. Are you starting Gabe Davis, Jake, at all? Is he in the starting consideration? Next week against Kansas City, I would start him. I would, too. I would, too. And then Diggs, you're obviously continuing to start. And then Dalton Kincaid, five catches for 38 yards on six targets. He, he's just the number two, if not number three option here. This is just what he's going to be, unfortunately. Yeah. And hopefully you keep Dawson Knox far, far, far away. Pretty pleased. And thank you. And Sunday night, the Ravens defeat the Chargers 20-10. to Lamar Jackson, kind of a down game for him. I expected maybe a little bit more. Um, but still, he got your 15 points. He got you the bare minimum. Uh, can't hate that all that much. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, Gus Edwards, Keaton Mitchell, 11 touches, Gus Edwards on nine, Justice Hill got five. 
Jake, where are we at with the Bills, with the, with the Bills, with the Ravens running backs? Is it still Gus Edwards that you want to be playing rest of the season as the guy in this backfield? I think so, because he's the one that's most likely to score a touchdown. Yeah. Even though, even though Keaton Mitchell, it is, it is intriguing. I'm still playing Gus. I wouldn't want to play either one of them personally. Yeah, me too. Then the receivers for the Ravens, Zay Flowers, 37-yard rushing touchdown for him, 5 for 25 and a touchdown, two total touchdowns for Zay Flowers. Jake, did you get boned anywhere by Zay Flowers taking in that touchdown at the end? Yeah, I did. I did, but that was my start of the week. I know many with bets, with everything. That got absolutely taken to the cleaners. And he, did, he didn't take a knee. Because he didn't take a knee. Meanwhile, I started Zay Flowers in about three leagues. And I'm sitting there, I'm saying to myself, I don't know what Joe complained about. Yeah. I like the points. Give me all the points. Yeah, Zay Flowers. We were we talked about it with no Mark Andrews. Someone's gonna have to step up, and it looks like Zay Flowers is gonna be that guy, and he could be in for a monster end of season. He's he's got to be a top twenty guy for me rest of the season. Oh yeah, I comfortably bring comfortably. it on. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and then for the Chargers, uh, Justin Herbert. Still, it's just it's they they're so bad. Oh they are God. a bad football team, and I, I I haven't heard anything about it, which I'm shocked. But I Brand would be Staley amazed. has a job amazed if we are if we come on a podcast later this week and Brandon Staley would, would, is still the coach of this team because I, I I don't know what what the Chargers would be doing like where, where are you going beats me where the hell are they going it, it's it's just a mystery uh Austin Eckler very very bad again it's the stink just seems to have you know just trickled down to the rest of this team that's now two bad weeks in a row for Austin Eckler, it's just been a down year. For yeah, fumbling for, the ball, bad. Yep, yep, bad, bad. But you know who has been bad? Keenan Allen. The guy is having. And let's just let's let's just be very clear. Keenan Allen is one of the best receivers that we are ever going to see in our lifetime. Yeah, he's incredible. He's unbelievable. He has had a an incredible career. This this is probably the best year of Keenan Allen that we have seen ever. He's been unbelievable. This is now his third straight game with over 100 yards, three touchdowns in his last three weeks. And the run-in, you got to say, is really good. The Pats, Denver, Vegas, Buffalo, Denver, Kansas City. The run-in, really, really good for Keenan Allen. And he... I mean, we have to do a, a Legends team of fantasy since we've been playing it. But for me, I mean, I've been playing for, God, probably 15, 16 years. If you asked me to put together an all-fantasy team, it would be very hard for me to keep Keenan Allen off of it. Couldn't agree more. He's unbelievable. He, re- he really is. Uh, keep firing Keenan, Keenan Allen up. Uh, and then Gerald Everett scored a touchdown. That was nice. Jake, are you starting Gerald Everett as a uh, tight end streamer? 
next week versus New England. I think so. I think it's you could definitely do it. You can definitely do it, and I would not hate it. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. This has been the Week 12 Review. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review. Tell us how much you love the program. Uh, Adam and I will be back th- later this week with one of the review sh- uh, preview shows. Don't know which one yet. We're going to figure that out. Then Jake and I will be back with the other one. And then, of course, Jake and I will be back for the Week 13 Mailbag. So, submit your questions for the mailbag. We will be happy to answer them. For Jake, I am Berg. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.